Welcome back to Third Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna. And I'm Olive. And we are back for episode two. And I think the energy is different this time around because we're recording this live after announcing it. The first time around, episode one, we recorded it pre-announcing the podcast. So I think we were a little bit more anxious and it didn't feel real. But once we got to post it and get all the feedback and like the support, all good energy, of course, I think this episode's a lot more inspiring too. Um, but yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you to you guys for messaging us, um, reposting, following, actually listening to the first episode. The energy we received back was so great. I think we were a little hesitant to see how everyone's going to react and if we were going to have even any interest of wanting to follow along with the podcast, but the feedback was so good. I mean, so many followers, so many girls have already listened. So if you haven't listened to episode one yet and you're just not coming across this one or seeing the post about this one, go back and watch episode one, follow the show, like it, review it, and just give us back your feedback because we truly love reading reviews. We appreciate it a lot. But yeah, let's get into the episode, episode two. And we're going to start off by sharing what we're drinking. And we're going to call this a little segment, what we're sipping on. And we always share drinks or what things we're loving right now. So Ala, what are you sipping on? Um, I am drinking a spontaneous Starbucks drink. I went in this morning to get my usual, and I guess the drink that I got was something that the barista ordered, but she did it a little differently, and so she was just, like, hyping up this drink that she makes, and I was like, you know what? Just make me that. Like, I'm feeling ballsy. Like, just make me that, and she made it for me, and it was actually really, really good. So it's a brown sugar espresso, and then there's, like, cinnamon in it, brown uh brown sugar obviously and white mocha there's like foam on it it's really good the label is a little long i did take a picture of it though so i will post it on our sip and highlights where we have a lot of drink recommendations so i'm going to post it there and if you guys do want any other starbucks drinks we have a reel posted with like a bunch of comments have you tried one of those i've tried one of them and i plan on trying like a few more and i'm hoping it continues to grow yeah because sometimes I don't want to pick something off the menu. Like, I just want to be spontaneous and pick something random. So I like hearing a recommendation from someone else being like, okay, well, this drink is sweet or this is a really good coffee. or So I will always reference that back, and I'm going to bookmark it so I always save it. But, yeah, today I am just sipping on a Diet Coke per (laughs) usual from McDonald's. I love their Diet Coke. You know, you know. And it's just like my guilty pleasure. Not that I like diet soda is bad, but it's like my guilty pleasure. If I need a pick-me-up, that's usually what I'm drinking. Cute, cute. Um, how are you feeling today? Are you good? I'm good. I'm excited. I feel like we're halfway done with the month. The whole year is coming up. I cannot believe Christmas is so close. I'm not prepared. December is one of those days or one of those months where you all year you're looking forward to it. And then yeah. while you're Everyone in it, you're so like, fast. every year it goes by fast. And you know what's coming up next month? I know. But like, I think November to December just, like, flew by. I don't remember half of the month. I mean, we're only halfway into it, but it just went by so fast. And with, like, that post-Christmas time comes the new year and, like, holiday season is wrapping up, which is a dreadful time for most. I think the I think. one thing I can confidently say about, like, December, essentially, is I feel like everyone is on the same time frame does that make sense like I feel like throughout the year everyone's doing their own thing but I feel like November low-key December for sure and January I feel like everyone's headspace is in the same area everyone's like kind of celebrating everyone's facing the same struggles 
more so less. And I think January is where everyone kind of collectively decides to come together and, like, start this new journey. Mm -hmm. And I cannot stand the fact that that is a thing. Like, I hate New Year, New Me. hate those four words. Can I say this? (laughs) I was at the dentist today, and the receptionist, I guess, like, the patient next door got new teeth. And she, the, like, nurse or whoever had came, I think she's, like, the front desk receptionist. She came in, and she's like... New year, new me. And I was like, oh, my God. The irony irony of us doing this episode today, not titling it that, but I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, the sign we had to talk about that today because you said it. I cannot stand New Year's. We are titling this episode New Era of Me and to kind of replace New Year, New Me. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll get all into that in a bit. But, yeah, growing up, I always hated New Year's. It's a, probably my least favorite holiday if I were to have one, if it's considered it's like a holiday. It's like one of those um, traumatizing childhood events. Definitely. I just, I feel like for us, when January 1st would come around, it was like, okay, I'm going to get put in check right now. Yeah. Everything that I've messed up on all year is going to get brought to and the table. And it's just for mom. Like, no one else ever made us feel Yeah, bad. it was just like what we grew up with. And I, yeah, I, I never really asked people how their New Year's was, but I do want to ask them, like, hey, did you guys, like, grow up and have to do the whole, like, deep cleaning the house and, like, getting a haircut and um, getting rid of anything you want? Yeah, oh, well, I'm sure, like, me and Stan actually Googled um, the top resolutions for 2022, and they were literally all lose weight, eat healthy, exercise more, and save money. That was the top four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're the same every year. I have yet to see, like, a different one. I want to know a successor if anyone's ever even accomplished, like, their a New Year's resolution. From start to end, be like, okay, well, I started the first, and I'm, like, finishing the year strong. I just don't understand why, like, a new year signifies, like, something with a change, um... That's just, like, my ideology. I feel like maybe for me, like, my birthday is definitely something that I'll keep track of. Like, every Mm -hmm. birthday, I'll look at what I did that year. Not so much January 1st, but I know that that's, like, the tradition. That's what engraved in us. And I asked my mom this because my parents are from Armenia. And I was like, did you guys do? I asked her last night. Oh, you asked her last night? I asked her last night. And I was like, because over there, New Year's is, like, a big, big deal. That's, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving combined Yeah, backstory, that's, like, the biggest family gathering event plus like santa comes i think on the first right santa comes on the first i don't know or the, i think it's the 31st january 6th well no they open gifts on new year's anyways it's know. just like the biggest event of the year and you go out with like a bang so i just don't understand how making resolutions would align with all because the leftovers that's what my mom was and the gathering well, I ended up asking her last night because me and Stan were, like, brainstorming this episode. And I was, like, yeah. thinking about it. And so I went and I asked my mom last night. I was, like, in Armenia, I know that New Year's is such a big deal. And you guys are all, like, for it. But do resolutions exist over there? And she was kind of, like, no. Like, no one really had these resolutions to fix themselves. She just said more so around New Year's. That's when you throw away Anything that you have that's old, you oh. buy new things, but they don't necessarily, like, work on themselves, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, like, clean out and just start fresh, but... Pretty much, which I don't think people here do it. I know me and you did it growing up, but that's because, like, my mom grew up doing that, but I don't know if yeah. you guys do that, too. But all around, I feel like everyone's just trying to have a clean okay. start. I remember she made us clean our room. Because yeah. we have junk drawers, and she made us clean our room. Yeah. Um, we did a clean the house and like she would say, Welcome in the new year with like 
clean good vibes like basically if you entered the new year like clean and organized yeah. you were gonna that's like your end new year which is never <laughs> never worked never true um but my point being my biggest pet peeve with the whole new year's shit is like why january 1st because mm-hmm. if you think about it when you're like addicted to something and you have to quit are you just gonna pick a day to quit and you quit no and I feel like a lot of people's resolutions align with that. Like, if you're trying to go on a diet, like, some people are addicted to their eating habits and mm-hmm. you expect them to just stop yeah. or spending money, like shopping addiction. Hello. Oh, my God, yeah. You're just going to stop on January yeah. 1st? No. And my mom does this stupid bullshit where she's like, okay, the whole family, we're doing this. And it never lasts more than, like, two or three weeks. But it's the leading up to it that's, like, it drives me insane. I know. And I know everyone kind of beats themselves up over – I know January is just, like, that month of self-pity where everyone's just like, oh, like, what did I get done this year? This, I didn't accomplish any of my resolutions last year. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. hate it. I think story time, like, background, how some people have, like, almond moms who mm-hmm. that like, characteristic of, like, your mom always being skinny, never hungry, and just kind of, like, having a very strict. Like a bad relationship with food, especially. Yeah, but, like, expecting your, the, your kids to be like that, mm-hmm. too. I feel like. Mom was like that with New Year's, and I felt like starting, like, December 24th, she's like, okay, can't wait to be done with Christmas, like, open gifts and done, and then the New Year comes, and then we're going to all be healthy, we're all going to be on a diet, we're all going to clean, we're all going to, like, pick a new hobby and, and stick with it and, like, be better versions of ourselves, and it was very refreshing because I felt like she never, ever even attempted to hold up her end of the deal. I know it was always us. But she would drag everyone to do it, too. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I, I definitely had those years where New Year's came and I was like, I don't have any resolutions. Like, I'm kind of happy where I'm at. And that's perfectly fine, too. Do you remember, the, like, certain years? I can't remember which one. But, like, sometimes she would drop that at, like, dinner or if we were, like, I think we were in Vegas one year it's in always, December. Yeah. Where she was, like, mid-dinner oh, my God, this food is, like, so much. We're so full. We ate, like, pigs. Well, you know, the New Year's in a couple weeks, and we're going to we're like all gonna be on our diet. And it was just, like, such a buzzkill kind of thing. And it's, like, right. especially hard because we're not going to sit here and just pick my mom apart. But <laughs> she does, like, the whole leading the pack, but she never follows through. The biggest hypocrite ever. I'm, I gl- I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people don't get to really enjoy – holidays holidays, and December because they're like oh like what do you do to celebrate the holidays you're most likely eating you're most likely spending a fuck ton of money yeah so then it's like January comes and you're like well damn like I'm just gonna sit here and regret everything I did leading up to this and I hate it because it's just such a negative month yeah it's never positive and it has this like weird thing to it like you know the gyms are packed in January like it's a real thing January is definitely an alienated month from like the rest of the year but I'm ditching New Year's. Mm-hmm. I'm not celebrating it. Yeah. I'm ditching the idea of New Year, New Me. And I feel like what we should do this year is we should replace the word era with... Uh, crap. We're going to replace the word year with era. Okay. You're already so invested into it. You just started to switch it on your Because head. you're distracting me. I'm looking at you and you're yawning like 80 I know. Times. I have no idea. Because I have coffee today. Well, that's why. That's why you don't get a diet coke. In I know. The morning, I know. And you get a coffee. Lesson learned. Um, Santa's distracting me, you guys. I'm sorry. sorry. Let me reiterate. 
we're going to be replacing the word new year with new era. Hence the title episode. You'll probably be hearing us say era a lot. Yeah. And, and I love you, how it's trending love, right now too. It's so, Yeah. It's trending right now on TikTok. There's that one thing where they're like all my eras. And yeah. I personally love that. That was them. the biggest eye-opening thing this year to see, well, one year – you're right. It's the trend so is only huge. a year. It's only a year. It feels Dang, like, like it feels like it's like their life. And eras. people post like ten different eras in that one year. Yeah, and it's that's like, like a oh perfect. That's like a perfect telltale sign. Like, hey, yeah. in a year, your headspace is not going to be the same as it was January first. Can you stop yawning? I'm oh so my sorry. God. I've yawned like ten times already. And when you yawn, I want to yawn. I'm sorry, but um, I also saw another TikTok of like someone I know. She was like, isn't it crazy how your life is so different? Like, your life was so different when you started the year versus, like, the I middle. I can't even tell you what, my, what was happening to me in Which January. Which is why I'm like, okay, well, I can't remember January, but I don't February, remember, March, yeah. like, milestones, their milestones. It's like, oh, my God, that was this year. It wasn't, like, two years ago. Yeah. That's why that trend really so was, weird. like, eye-opening. Like, people had a, four different hair colors. They had, yeah. like, many different relationships. relationships. No relationship. Yeah. Graduating. And when you, make, when you make a New Year's resolution in January, like, imagine you get in a relationship three months from now. I know. Your things are, like, different. Do you know what I mean? So, I, I hate. That's why the concept of, like, deciding, oh, I'm going to, you know, go cold turkey with this and this and this mm-hmm. on the first. And I'm going to have to last the next 365 days. And by that, like, day, I'm going to have, I'm going to fix my problems. And it's, like, resolution mm-hmm. done. Totally. Which is insane. <laughs> I always forget that era is, like, actually a word. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were to Google era, it would basically tell you it's, like, a period of time, like, distinct by, like, what what it looked like and what was going on. So, I feel like everybody, like, everybody has eras mm-hmm. from your entire childhood. Like, a lot of celebrities have them. And that's how you kind of, like, dictate time periods. Like, you had your blonde arrows, like, when you were blonde. Yeah. And... Every era that you're in, you're treated differently. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you're yes, a blonde, like, you're treated so different. True. You have different people in your lives in different eras. Like, you are honestly a different person in each of these little eras. And I feel like, for me, typically, maybe in a year, I'll have, like, three. Really? Like, three eras. I think so. Okay. Like, people who I'm, like, really close with and, like, what I look like, what I'm loving at the moment. Like, do you know okay, what I mean? Okay, you didn't participate in the trend because you're not on social, but I am. I participated in the trend. Um, <laughs> can you tell us your eras this year? Ooh. Let me tell you mine, and then do you want some time to think about it? I do need time to okay, think about it, Okay, so yes. for my, I did the trend on TikTok, and I did, uh, I'm trying to, I don't want to pull up, maybe I'll pull up real quick just so I can remember, but I know there was, like, certain ones, and this year has been such a long year for me. I feel like I've been my most confident. I put myself out there a lot. Okay, I found it. So my eras were, okay, okay, I had a hat era where I used to wear um lack of color hats or like the big what are they called what are they called like the big like cowboy hats not cowboy hats but the lack of color hats like the australian brand i have a lot of their hats i had an era where i like to wear hats and then my short nails and i also did a long nails era my sephora car era where i was religiously buying stuff every two weeks like i was doing hauls on my if you go down to my tiktok they're down there and I had this addiction where I felt like Sephora was my entire life and I had to have every single new thing that they come out with. Um, my When I cut my hair and I did like my super long fanny pieces in the front, I felt like that bitch. That was my favorite era because I'm like, no one has dark hair with like dramatic layers. And, and I felt like that was one of my favorite ones. Um, my skincare girly era, 
That one's still in the works. Diet Coke fangirl. That was a funny one I had to throw in there because I love that picture. But you've been <laughs> doing my makeup like full glam. That's also been an era of mine, which I, that if you knew only me. this year. Like, that's crazy. I never wore makeup and all I was doing a full beat face with me. Like, what would you call it? Like, I would a do, like, full glam, glam. Like, full mm-hmm. glam, soft glam. Bright under eye, heavy contour. Like, I felt like the baddest bitch ever. And I can't believe that this is just this year. Like, so much has happened this year. But well, let me now hear your I feel like a loser because I don't like. Okay, I'm trying. To think. I'm someone who's very like sticks to what they like. So I was like, okay, long nail era. I've always had long nails. Yeah, gold jewelry era. Like, I don't really Maybe change this year. You I mean, definitely, I was this year. I think I had my little schoolgirl era. I finally yes. got back in school, so that was yes. pretty iconic. I was going to school. Okay, I will say this year you've been so so much more. This year is my villain era. <laughs> no, I was not going to say that. I mean, like, for the business, I feel like you have been very um, creative, and you've been so hands-on with all of our media and our uh-huh. graphics, and I felt like I've seen you shine on that camera, bitch. You. You've shined on that, and, like, I think you've gotten a lot more creative when it comes to marketing, and that's been really exciting to me see you. Plus, like, this podcast, you've been so hands-on with editing and the recording and, like, the technological like stuff, that, which you never cared about. Like, that was always my thing, but you've been so into that, and I feel like that's, like, your little tech girl era. I'm in my tech girl era. Well, now I realize, because if you guys know me, I journal, like, almost every night, and I have, like, this thing going, and I just remember, I think, around the time of New Year's, I had journaled that I wanted to be, like, really happy, and I wanted to just, like, let go of any relationship that no longer served me, and I think that was definitely my year to do that. Because it was, like, towards the end of last year where I was just kind of, like, unhappy with, like, who was my Ooh, life. Yeah. And so I think definitely January, I cut the this hell out of— your, This was your villain era. Right? I cut out so many people from my life this year because they just weren't serving me anymore. And it wasn't, like, a fight where I was like, okay, I don't have any friends. It was like, you know what? Let me step back and look at the picture. And yeah. I'm like, okay, what have you done for me versus what I have done for you? And not related to this topic, I felt like— you could have been sad and depressed and, like, been upset, but you totally mm-hmm. weren't. You are kind of just like, wait, I literally did nothing wrong. Like, I'm not even going to stress over this. And then it was kind of like, yeah. now that they're not in my life anymore, what am I missing out on? Yeah. You know what I it's mean? It's like you so, saved yourself the—I mean, you were eventually going to get to the point where, like, okay, well, I guess I didn't need them and I didn't care. Uh-huh. But you didn't have to go through the dramatic, it's it my went, fault, it it's my fast, fault. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, look at her. Like, she just mature. I'm in didn't my mature even care. era. I'm definitely yeah. entering a new era as we speak. I could definitely see one coming Ooh, up. What is I, it going to be? It's my podcaster era. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I think it's definitely me being a little more comfortable, like, being, being more out social. there. Yeah. More social. I think I'm definitely more, like, carefree. I feel like I used to be really dramatic. Like, if I were to post something, it would have to have so much thought behind it. You yeah. know what I mean? And, no, and I wasn't always like thought, that. Not the thought. I feel like you were just so conscious about what everyone else was going to think about it. And you're kind of yeah. like, is this cringy? Is this weird? Is this, like, trying too hard? And I'm like... You know, no if cares. you are not in a good mindset, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Because if you're so concerned about what everyone else mm-hmm. is going to think for that 15 seconds, they're going to see it and then just move past it. They're going to like it or not like it and then just move on. If you're going to beat yourself up over that, then yeah. don't even bother. But I feel like now you're in a very more comfortable and like, um, well, I've I've seen what holding back does to someone. Like it holds back a lot of opportunities. And with us, from the business, I think we've learned that, well, you know what? It doesn't hurt to try yeah. in any you know, aspect of life. It, a rejection is not as bad as you might think. You just move on and you learn from it. But it's also kind of like not knowing the unknown is like even more scary than that. So I feel like you are now in your 
I'm going to just do what I want or what feels comfortable and natural Care for me for and just go ahead and do it. And, like, what's the worst that could happen, which I love that. Thank I feel you. like I've that's been my era this year, mm-hmm. and that's been in the back of my mind. To now see you, like, things like that, I'm like, oh, my God, so cool. I know. I I feel like growing up, I wasn't so, like, worried about what I would post, whereas to now I'm, like, always, like, tripping about it. But I think I'm taking back know, from that. I feel that. like back then you wouldn't share everything and you wouldn't I wouldn't but I would definitely share more you would control a lot of what you showed I feel Mm -hmm. like now you're a lot more carefree and I feel like a lot of people need to see your talent and your personality and like Mm -hmm. I think you're so cool thank you so I think that next year you and I are working on our brand and us as individuals and that's what I call it I hate when people say like influencer content creator like for example but I think everyone should have their own brand, and they should market themselves their own brand. That's like the Instagram is the way. That's you market the PR girly out of me. I feel like mm-hmm. everyone should have their own brand, and I hope that people discover their brand. I feel like you're gonna discover your brand. Mm-hmm. I'm discovering my brand. I'm establishing my brand right now. I feel like I've discovered my brand, but yeah. I well, so cool. I'm hoping I'm hoping all this talk has got your wheels turning. Um, I'm entering a new era, and I hope that you are too. I want you guys to start with this mindset literally tonight after you end this episode i don't want you to wait till january 1st i know we have like a few more days upon us maybe weeks Weeks. um but please do not wait until january 1st like please get ahead of everyone and remember eras keyword when i say era you're not making a new year's resolution where you're like this is what i'm gonna do for the whole year you're making it what you want to like what point in time in life that you want to be in right now and stick to it until it doesn't feel good anymore. And you're like, you know what? I want to change. I want to do this now. I want to yeah. pursue this. And then you're entering that era. Do you know what I mean? Like, break your life up like that. You're going to have some flop eras. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone has them. Some and people, like, I think the most common resolution is kind of, like, weight loss or, like, looking good or feeling mm-hmm. good. I mean, if, like, no matter what weight or size you're at, you're always going to want to be healthier sure. or more fit. So I feel like if that's your mindset or that's your intentions, I feel like that's the easiest example I can give that it's kind of like one um, shoe fits all, one size fits all. Um, If you're like, okay, well, here comes the first. I'm going to eat all this healthy food. I'm going to cut all this out. I'm going to cut out alcohol. And I'm going to go to the gym every single day, if not twice a day. That's just going to be the most, like, you're going to get so burnt out from that mentality. You're also going to get really discouraged when you don't complete it. Been there, done that. I feel like I've knew, or sorry. Weight loss has been on my number one resolution for my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've always been heavier than what, well, you. I've always been heavier than you. I feel like we've been always compared. So, weight loss was, like, this peer pressure thing that I've had my entire life since I was, like, 10 years old. That's, my mom has been like, you know, lose weight, lose weight. That should be on your first thing on your list. And it's very exhausting when you look back now, like, well, you know what? 10 years, I couldn't, I couldn't finish the whole year and be perfect all, you know, all year long. So I feel like it's those little baby steps and healthy habits and that that era mindset of like we're doing this right now. We're living a healthy lifestyle and we're not planning on, you know, waiting until the clock ticks mm-hmm. to the end of the year. It's and it's okay if you're gonna have to take breaks in between and it's okay to I mean, not specifically, but like have cheat meals and take a break and maybe sleep in today, not go to the gym. And I feel like I've had to learn that and teach myself that this year, where it's like you could have six perfect days, but it's okay to have that one day where you're like, I don't want to eat healthy and I don't want to work out. I'm just going to take a break. And by doing that, you're only going to be stronger and like happier to jump back into it than being like, okay, well, you know what? 
we're done. We're going to have to wait till next year to start that. So I thought like mm-hmm. that's been a big learning experience for me. Even like, oh, I'm going to wait until Monday. I'm going to wait yeah. until the start of the month. Mm-hmm. Like, just literally the next back day. Stop going by calendar, like, time, also, please. Also, um, I'm guilty of this so bad, where if I had breakfast was healthy and lunch was healthy, but dinner wasn't healthy, I'm like, okay, well, I beat myself up so hardcore for that. It's like I wasted my entire day. I ruined my progress by having you know, double the portion of this or, like, having extra this or having sweet of this. And it's like, or mm-hmm. I didn't go to the gym. I would beat myself up so bad. I'm like, well, I just ruined my entire week. I ruined my entire progress. I'm going to probably gain two pounds by the morning when I check myself. And I think now with my mentality, it's kind of like, hey, well, you know what? You can have a bad meal or a bad day, and it's, like, not the end of the world. That's not an excuse to stop and feel like you lost all your progress. Because then we take a step back and look at the whole 30 days of the month. It's like, fine, I had two bad days. Or I had a one bad week out of the four. Yeah. And that's at the babysit mentality of being like, it's okay. Like, we make mistakes. But it's better for me to acknowledge a mistake and then just continue then give up and quit. And that's why a lot of people um, kind of break their resolution and they break their cycle within the third week of the month. And it's like, well, we're done. They treat we it like up. a streak. Yeah. It's not a streak. Yeah. And it isn't. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay if you miss a couple days in between that. And I don't know, okay, let me ask you this. I saw this TikTok, ironically, the same time frame, about this girl saying that her and her friends don't make a one-year New Year's resolution. They do a month resolution. So they write down every month of the year, and then they pick one area in their life to focus on. I didn't watch the full video, but I know she said January was like health and wellness. Of course. So, and she's like, well, if you get into a healthy physical and mental mind state, then you can, you're strong enough to continue, like, continue the other mm-hmm. stuff. So whether it's February's saving money, March is going to be um, traveling. And it's just like, you break up your resolutions by the month. And that way it's more realistic. It's less discouraging. And it's like a 30 day window. And I thought it was very interesting. So what are your thoughts on that? I actually really like that. Yeah. I like that babysit aspect. I like of it. the ideology of it because it. I mean, at least it breaks the like year into months. Yeah, it's not I drug. still don't kind of you know. For me, I really think that the best way to kind of get into a new era or to start working on yourself. And, and this is a tip, honestly, that you've taught me. I know that you posted about it on your TikTok. Oh, I love when you reference where Shut you up. quote me. <laughs> Shut let's up. hear it. Let's cite the source, Susanna. Okay, let's hear it. Um, It was basically, like, the way you worded it is you said glamorizing, but it was essentially where you would take every single day tasks Uh, that you always normally do, and you kind of amplify them one way or another to just Uh make it feel like you're doing something different. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I have some examples today. Before you share it, I feel like that's how I was able to make TikTok content because I was like, well, I don't sing. I don't dance. I'm not a makeup artist. I don't have any specific niche of a content that I can do but I like to make every day look fun or like romanticize it and just make it look really interesting yeah and that's a trait that I learned and it helped me so much and get be able to one produce the content but also do do the content like whether it's getting ready or cleaning or organizing or doing makeup like those are stuff I teach myself how to do and I only work by glamorizing it um I see that on TikTok, too, where they're, like... Yeah. Oh, it's so trendy. Um, see, now you got me yawning. Um, I know. <laughs> it was when they're, like, oh, like, romanticize your life. That was what the word was. Okay. You say glamorize. Yeah. I, they say romanticize, yeah. which, you know, same thing. 
Make it feel like a Hallmark movie. Right. Like, you know how everyone's always like, oh, Instagram is a real. Everything is made to look a lot more better than it is. You can literally just do that in real life. And it's yeah. fine. It really does make a big difference. Um, some really popular examples that I feel like me and you both exhibit are like workouts. Like, yeah, you could go to the gym. Mm-hmm. There's two different ways to it. First of all, for the gym, like for me personally, if I want to like glamorize my workout, I find that the days where I look a little more put together, ironically going to the gym, like if I'm wearing Mm -hmm. a matching set or if I'm wearing an outfit that I feel really cute in, Mm -hmm. or if I even have my hair done like a certain way, light makeup, if I feel comfortable and confident when I'm at the gym, I find that I don't want to leave. You know what I mean? Like I'm having, I want to, I want to explore the gym. I want to stand here as long as possible. I want to, um... I don't want to leave. Whereas to when I go in there, when I'm not feeling my best, I feel like a slump. I'm like, I don't want to be here right now. Or when you're like I'm obviously, or- uh, Yeah, I'm obviously not going to be having a good time. And you shouldn't be having a good time when you're in the gym. Like, I don't want people to think it's a punishment. But I think for me, when I think about, like, going to the gym, like, when I'm like, okay, well, I gotta, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to feel, like, de-bloated. I'm going to put on my outfit and just get ready for the gym and, like, go there. And I'm going to get a nice little smoothie or something after just a romanticizing, romanticizing in my head. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I fall through and I don't like meet my expectations, I feel like I, yeah, it feels like I took the magic out of it. Right. Which is why I try so hard. Like, okay, this is so stupid, but if I shower the night before and I don't like um, blow dry my hair and it's like frizzy, I feel so ugly and so shitty going to the gym with my hair looking like crazy right. frizzy mess. So that stupid example of, like, I wish my hair was, like, blown out. I wish it was, like, straightened. And I wish it was just put together a little bit. It would help my workout in a weird way, if that makes sense. It, it really it, – it psycho- psychologically, psychologically yeah. helps you because – for my example was, like, I obviously – if I look good and I feel good, I want to be in here as long as gonna, possible. I was just going to say that. Um Whereas to when I don't look good, you guys, at the gym, the entire workout, I'm looking around to see if there's anyone I know here who could see me at this vulnerable state. Or I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want people to stare at me. I just, I want to leave. And most of the time, I will leave really early in my workout. And so, like, that's, like, a really good example to, like, romanticize your workout is look cute, look presentable. I know some people, like, frown upon, like, you getting ready to go to the gym. I'm not saying get ready to go to the gym. I was a critic of that. Like, when I would judge girls at the gym with full face and makeup Mm -hmm. on and, like, their hair all done. Well, no. Now I feel so shitty about that because I'm like, well, they look the part. And I guarantee they're probably having a way better workout than I am. And now I admire girls who look so put together. Yeah. Another way is if you don't want to go to the gym, you can literally, make like, work out by doing something a little more, like, up your alley. Like, for... Hot girl walks have been a thing, like, I think since COVID and or quarantine. And I absolutely love it because me and you will literally walk to Starbucks or just walk walk in general. And we'll talk about our life. We'll vent. We'll chit-chat. We'll gossip. Whatever the case. But little before we know, we'll, like, look at our Apple Watch and we're at, like, five miles Yeah, we're exhausted. And, like, that is a way to romanticize a workout because it's, like, I could be doing something that I don't want to do. Especially with a friend. Like, it's just a hangout. Yeah, you go with, like, a friend. You go with your mom. Go with yourself and listen to music. That's what I like to do. I love to listen to music outside. We made Sundays our, like – our brainstorming days where we'll walk to Starbucks and then do like a nice big lap. So we do about four miles. Mm-hmm. And in that four miles, we're like pacing ourselves and we're talking, we're plotting, we're planning. We get to Starbucks, get our drink, and then we continue plotting and planning. And we get like a two hour workout done. And we brainstorm like just being outside in the sun. We're inside like all day long, seven days or six days a week. So it's really nice to have that two hours of being 
outside and being active and I like I love that bonding time we have together but it's like that glamorizing of I've always want to go to Starbucks in the middle of the day on a walk and just chit chat and I think that it's so cool Another example that I really like that I think works, worked really good for me is, um, like, if I'm having to do homework, studying, any digital work, like, any physical work that I have to do, whether it be school or my job, if I'm sitting, like, even in the realm of my office, because it's my office, I'm sitting yeah. here, I'm here all the time, I feel very comfortable enough to just lay down on the couch, or I feel comfortable enough to just sit here yeah. and go on my phone until I'm, all like, scrolling endlessly on TikTok. Same mm-hmm. with my bedroom. If I'm in my room, I'm very easily just like, okay, I have better things to do than sit here and do this work. But I find that if I pull myself out of that environment, I go somewhere, like, my college library, I absolutely adore it. I love it so much. Even going to, like, a Starbucks, anywhere where you're, you're going and everyone is doing work. Because mm-hmm. when you're in an environment where everybody is doing work, you're like, okay, I feel like shit if I'm sitting here scrolling on TikTok. Like, I need to get my ass together and I need to work as well. And then plus the ambiance, like, when you're when you're sitting in the same four walls all the time, a lot of the time you're just, like, in self-pity. Like, this is a never-ending cycle. Yeah. So whenever I, like, yeah, so whenever I get out of this environment and I'm at Starbucks or whatever and I have a little coffee next to me, I have my laptop up and I have my music in the most work gets done. And I only go to school two days a week for a few hours. And in those two days, once I get in that element, I'm sitting there doing my week's worth of work, you know? So that's a really good way. And it's like, wow, like I've increased, like I've fixed an area of my life without having to dedicate a New Year's restaurant. Like, okay, January 1st, I'm going to get all A's. But instead of doing that, you're going to slowly start to do this every single day. And I'm sure you'll get there. No time. For sure. Once you start glamorizing all the little things in your life, I think they become so much more enjoyable and less of a chore that you have to do. And I want to share a way that I've done that, which is, one, I think TikTok has been a big thing for me. Back then, I really wanted to, one, I've always loved watching, like, YouTubers, like, certain people, and not nobody big with over 100K or anything, but, like, people who, girls who always posted, who are always consistent, who had the most organized bags, who had clean rooms, had all the makeup products, always looked put together. And I feel like I've always wanted that. And I thought to myself, you know, if I start posting, not only will I help myself and just keep myself on track, but it's also like influential influential to other girls watching. And that's been the case. I've been posting videos for almost a year now, and I truly love doing them. But like my skincare was one of those things that I wanted to enhance it and glamorize it because if you knew me prior to this year I never was into skincare never washed my face or had a routine only because my skin is really clear and I've never had issues with it so I feel like I can go days without having to use cleanser and moisturizer my face was fine which was I mean it sounds so bad now but I think once I started to get into a mentality of like I want to spend 30 minutes in the bathroom getting ready in my robe before going to bed like how those girls do it on TikTok and I said, well, you know what? I'm going to, like, I want to glamorize that. I want to do that for myself. And I know I'm going to enjoy doing it, especially now when it's so hard to find people who match energy and to hang out with stuff. I feel like the last couple of years, people have been so draining as far as friendships for me. So I'm like, I need to find ways to entertain myself. So getting into skincare was one of those things. I remember not having any products. And I thought to myself, I need to start, you know, one, reaching out to brands to start working with brands for skincare. And I, so many brands. I work with the coolest brands ever. And once I started accumulating so many products, 
I had to find somewhere to put this stuff. So I found these perfect clear acrylic shelves, which I had seen those other girls use too. And I had installed them in my bathroom and they look so nice. I will share a picture of it on my on our story. And I think just visually seeing how nice and everything was put together and I color coordinated my products and I knew where everything was. It changed my mentality and I felt like it, I'm a visual person. So just seeing all that got me so excited and encouraged to start getting ready in the morning with makeup or doing my skincare at night. And I love just, I don't know, being in my bathroom for that long just to see my, you know, my progress. And now I look back like, oh, I've mm-hmm. had the shelf up for five months now and I've, my skin looks so good. I've used so many products and I can give advice. It's very empowering to me and I feel like it makes you excited to do your skincare yeah, when it's and like it's so cute. in any possible direction of whatever it is that you want to fix up or change up in your life. I think everyone should glamorize it. I could do a whole episode on talking mm-hmm. about glamorizing your life, whether it's posting a story or, you know, I think people are so so much more influential than they think. I think if you are one person and you post this food item or this Starbucks drink or this outfit, you have at least inspired or persuaded somebody else, at least one person, to do it. Yeah. Even if they don't tell you, like, hey, I saw your story and it made me crave this or want to try this or want me to go there, you are so much more influential than you possibly think. And I think that's a really cool trait that we we all have, especially as girls. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this kind of wraps up everything. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, honestly, no. I mean, just kind of get your butt into gear. Start on your new era. Write down some things that you would like to improve on, not completely change, just something that you want to, like, work on, and then start working on it tomorrow slowly. Just romanticize it, add in a little change of environment, add in some organization, do something yeah. to kind of elevate it, and I promise you in, like, a week or two, you're really going to start noticing these changes, and mm-hmm. it's going to be perfect, and you just 100%. continue it. Yeah, and then January, everyone's going to be, like, Oh, I'm doing my new year. And you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm already kind of started. Well, I'm so. in my era, so. Yeah. Totally different. Okay, I think maybe next time we should talk about our mood boards. Because are you going to get ready to make your mood board yet? I am actually going to start making a new mood board this week. Either that should be an episode or we should just share our own stories. I'll let you decide that. Mm-hmm. Because you're taking full control of this. <laughs> um, and I'm just following your lead because you did them first and I haven't done one. And I've had people ask me about it. So I feel like I don't want to mislead or like not mm-hmm. instruct correctly, so I want you for control of that. Um, but I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, also, if you haven't entered our giveaway yet, you need to go enter that because there's so many goodies. We're going to have maybe one more week left of that giveaway being up on the website. And follow our Instagram. We're going to engage, talk all things glamorizing our life. We'll share. Um, I have some so many cool posts to share about like glamorizing that I'm going to post later in the week. And follow the podcast like the page or like the video and then leave us your reviews because I love to hear the feedback. I had some, I had a few people um, DM us like, hey, I listened to the episode, you know, while going to work. I listened to the episode while doing a hot girl walk. I listened to it while getting ready. So I really want to hear when and where you are when you listen to the episode. Thank you guys for being a part of our community and we're going to end it right here. Bye. Bye.